0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 737, How to Stop Procrastinating in Five Steps, part two, by Ramit Sethi, dot rich.com and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday, and welcome to the podcast where I narrate the best blogs for you so you don't have to find time looking for them and reading them yourself. You can listen whenever and wherever you want, all for free, and today is actually a continuation from yesterday. But before we get to that, big thanks to Talkspace for sponsoring this episode. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you choose from over 1,500 licensed therapists. Get matched with a the perfect therapist who can put you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer just for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com old. So like I mentioned, today is a continuation from yesterday. If you're new here, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first, that's episode 736. If you're all caught up, let's get to part two and continue optimizing your life. How to Stop Procrastinating in Five Steps, Part Two by Ramit of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Step three, change how you describe yourself. It's amazing how often we shoot ourselves in the foot before we can even get started. This happens when we say things like, I can't do that because I'm an XYZ type person. Here's a good example. A while back, a friend of mine was talking about a book and he told me, I can't buy that book because I'm a cheap Asian. I actually got sharp with him. My friend didn't realize that the way he described himself became a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I'm guilty of it too. I used to tell people, I can't get bigger because I'm just a skinny Indian dude. And guess what? That became my reality for years. If instead I said, I don't eat right and work out enough, then I could have reached my reality much sooner. Action step, reframe the way you talk about yourself. Quit hiding behind BS descriptions of yourself as reasons for why you don't do things. That includes things like, I can't make friends because I'm an introvert. I'm always going to be out of shape because I'm lazy. I'm a, insert BS Myers-Briggs type or Zodiac sign here. That's why I can't follow orders. Instead, focus on building systems that can help you accomplish your goals. Which brings us to step number four, build systems to accomplish goals. I always get questions along the lines of, how do I find motivation? A few insights from these questions. Number one, motivation is undependable. Waiting for motivation to fall from the sky so you can accomplish your goals is a good way to never get anything done. Why? Because that won't happen. You can't wait for your muse or inspiration to strike. Number two, you need to build the right systems instead. If you ask those people who are struggling, what are your steps to accomplish those goals? They would have no idea how to answer you. That's because it's hard. It's not as appealing as waiting for motivation to strike. However, it's a better approach. So instead of waiting to be motivated, take your goal and ask yourself, what does it take to accomplish my goal? And I'm not talking about high level things like determination or teamwork or whatever else you find on motivational posters. I'm talking about concrete steps to get there. That will help you develop a solid system for accomplishing your goals. Action step, break down your goal into smaller steps. Let's take a look at a bad goal and compare it with a good one. Bad goal, I wanna get fit. This goal is terrible. How many million Americans have told themselves this and gotten nowhere? This is because it's vague. There's no concrete action to it. There's not even a way to know when you've accomplished the goal. Now let's take a look at a better way to approach it. Good goal, I wanna eat three healthy meals a week and go to the gym two times a week for 15 minutes. Love it. Notice how I'm focused on the process first by starting off small with three healthy meals a week. Also, it's only 15 minutes at the gym. Anyone can do that. Over time, you can scale upwards. Maybe start eating a healthy meal every day. Start hitting the gym a little bit longer each time you go. Before you know it, your waistline is smaller and you have some muscles to show for it. Do this with your own goals. Maybe you want to get a new job? Start by applying for one job a week. Maybe you want a scholarship for school? Start by simply checking out a scholarship book at a library. These small steps will lead to big results. And when you're making these systems, I suggest putting it all on a Google Calendar. I do this with all of my goals. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Step five, reward yourself for your work. Did you know that eating more chocolate can actually help you exercise more? Seriously. According to habit expert Charles Duhigg, rewarding yourself after a job well done can help create powerful shifts in your mindset. And he would know. He literally wrote the book on the subject with the power of habits, one of my favorite books on behavior. Something like eating chocolate at the end of a workout, for example, is a simple way to ignite the reward centers in your brain and cement the good feelings that are required for a habit to take root. A while back, I was able to sit down with Charles and talk to him about the importance rewards play in helping habits stick. You can check out that conversation in a video on this post. Action step, ask yourself, what habit do I want to start? And what will I do to reward myself for taking action? Here are a few suggestions to get you started. Every 25 minutes of deep work you do, give yourself a five minute break to do whatever you want, aka the Pomodoro technique. After you hit a savings goal for the month, Buy yourself something you want, like a pair of shoes or a video game. After you cook a healthy meal, take in a few episodes of that Netflix show you've been meaning to check out. The reward can be anything you want as long as you genuinely enjoy it. The truth of procrastinating. If you want to truly stop procrastinating, you have to come to terms with two truths of productivity. Truth number one, we all have the same amount of time in the day, so stop blaming time or your lack thereof. It doesn't matter if you're Bill Gates or a busy parent, you just need to learn how to manage your time better. Truth number two, you don't have to be an emotionless robot in order to stop procrastinating. Focus and time management are about mindsets and simple yet powerful shifts in how you approach your to-dos. By adopting the right mindsets, you can create habits that stick instead of struggling to get the simplest of tasks done. You just listen to part two of the post titled How to Stop Procrastinating in Five Steps by Ramit Sethi, VailTeachYouToBeRich.com. And thank you to Talkspace for their support. A therapist can help you with procrastination and Talkspace is an online therapy company that makes it easy to connect with an experienced licensed therapist that you pick based on your preferences and for much, much cheaper than traditional therapy. You can send your therapist audio messages, video messages, or even text messages, which I've never seen with traditional therapy, or you can do a live video chat. Talkspace therapists are fully licensed and they go through a rigorous screening process. Plus they have thousands of hours of supervised professional training. So to match with your perfect therapist, head on over to Talkspace.com old. As a special bonus just for you, you can use the code old to get $30 off your first month and show your support for this podcast. That's the code OLD, and you can use that at Talkspace.com OLD. I hope you have a great Sunday. Thank you for being here and being a subscriber to the show. And I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance.